Ultra. Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Elliot Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine! I'm gonna show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. back everybody to harry potter minute the fan podcast where we overanalyze the harry potter movies one magical minute at a time i'm gary roby i'm victoria laguna and today we have joining us once more nick Jimenez and the weird sisters nick Jimenez <laughs> and all three weird sisters are here with me today perfect we're glad you guys could all join us <laughs> oh wait i don't actually think there are i think i'm thinking of the hex sisters from scooby-doo <laughs> oh my I think gosh. yeah, I think uh, I feel like there's the a same. I think there's a lot of weird sisters. Aren't there like six or seven of them, and they're all guys? Remember that? It was such a huge bummer when they were in Goblet of Fire, and they sounded like so lame. Yeah, yeah. Like, Move your face like a goblet troll, and I was like, "What? Just the like, hell? oh, <laughs> what is this? Like, no, you're supposed to be this great, amazing, like yeah. wizarding oh, band. Nope." Nope. The, they they play they play three songs at the Yule Ball. Uh, do the hippogriff. Do the hippogriff. Magic works. Is that a dance? Usually when they say do the something, there's a, a dance, dance involved, and I want to know what the hippogriff dance is And now. this is the knight. Knight with a K? No. <laughs> that would be great, though. Exactly. <laughs> it's about uh, the, the guy in the painting that moves. Oh, okay. I don't remember his name. The, the, he's never he's not really in these movies. Right, but he's a lot. He's in the books like a Yeah, he like times. follows... He Harry follows him around, yeah. Which I think he goes is cool. through the paintings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. Though. Me neither. Aw, 
today. Today we're talking about minute 124 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It starts with a uh, my, my note says it starts with a montage of obliteration, <laughs> and it ends that's my with favorite. Uh, that's my favorite Pixie song. <laughs> the montage of obliteration. Yeah, <laughs> and it ends with Ron confirming Harry's suspicions. I feel like most of this mo- minute is just like pieces exploding. Right? We we don't see any of the pieces like one piece attacking the other until the very end of this minute with uh, with the queen. But it's a lot of shots of like pieces moving or the camera moving around them and just explosions. Just parts of this these sculptures just shrapnel. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, I don't know. It's, I didn't. Even I, I, really, I really like how you can. I really like how you can feel the weight. Yeah. Of of like stone hitting stone, you know. Mm-hmm. They all feel very solid. Um, I I like the, I do like the sound of the pieces as they shatter and they hit the ground. They kind of clatter to the they ground. Sound like pottery. They do kind of sound like pottery. Yes. Like hollow. Mm-hmm. That like kind of cl- cer- yeah. You said like ceramic, but I'm thinking like um, not like clay, like hardened. Right. I don't know. Like they were. I don't actually know what they were made of. The behind the scenes thing doesn't give me that much information, which is unfortunate. Hmm. But there, uh, I like we we get shots of Ron like kind of shouting directions to different pieces, but you yeah. can't again see just what's crushing going on it. on the board. Oh my god, he's great. I he's love Ron Weasley so much. Yeah, again, I, he, well, he I, want owns this. Cut, I want them to cut to Hermione just kind of like staring at him, kind of like just impressed. Yes, yeah, mouth like, agape. Yeah, mouth kind of a game. <gasps> oh, I really, I really like it. We do get some reaction shots of like of <laughs> the kids. She's getting doe eyes over her, there. Well, well, it's yeah. more just like her jumping back when stuff explodes, and uh, we Harry kind of watching as it as it goes. It's awesome because you just know they were like, and okay, like react. Boom. Be scared. Yeah, be scared. Be scared. <laughs> be scared. Look impressed. Be scared to your left. <laughs> be, be, be impressed by Ron. Be impressed by Ron. Look scared. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. It's great. The uh, the way the queen moves here when she when she turns to face the next piece she's going to destroy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's so menacing. It's a slow kind of motion. It's just like you know it's going to happen, but she turns and like impales the knight yeah is it a knight what piece is she it kind of the only bit i think it's a rook it's kind of the only bit of cgi in this sequence yeah 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 the last uh the the only other when we saw the pawns uh at the beginning of the last one but the rest of it is just um the camera work that really makes it seem like these pieces are tearing each other apart but she's the only other thing we see move totes um which Uh, is really great you know what I'm just now thinking of? You know what this scene is very reminiscent of in the Harry hmm. Potter series? When in Deathly Hallows Part 2, when the statues come to life. Yes! Yes, and it's some... Um, it's uh, McGonagall that brings them to life. In fact, I kind of want to go back and see if they look similar to the, the chess pieces. Because, like, you have to understand... Yeah, you have to assume that 
these chess pieces are probably a part of Hogwarts. Yeah. And, like, yeah, no telling I think how so. Long it's been down here. Um, I. I didn't even I didn't even make the connection to those moving statues later because I was really I trying to see did. like where these des- where these designs like what they made me think of because they are different kind they are a different kind of chess set than the one that Ron has. Yeah, but um, like, I wonder if the designers like went back and looked at the previous movie. Yeah, as like a reference. I don't know. I will have to keep an eye out for that. Like, I guess. Do you think like the four founders like this was their chess set? Do uh. Who of the four founders? I bet it was probably Slytherin, right? Right, I would think so. It's got to be those two. I think they're the ones that would have the most sort of um, kind of drive for that sort of pursuit. Yeah, that like mental sort of dueling aspect. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because you're. I'm sure that Godric would rather like actually have a wizard's duel, like casting spells at each other, whereas this takes more like cunning and manipulation yeah Ooh, i just i'm now i'm just thinking of the two of them like on opposite sides of the table like they're playing against each other but there's that mental game going on the two of them like talking to each other like ah oh yeah dude like like exchanging quips to each other yes yes i i would love to see we don't i would love to see like the, the 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 founding fathers interacting with each other like what were they like what their personalities would have been really like Hmm. I don't know. Again, that'd be cool that, too. Again, like make that movie, you know? Right? Yeah. Let me see them founding Hogwarts. That'd be. I. I would be so. Oh my god! It. You could. You could call it Hogwarts of history. <gasps> oh my god! Yes. You. Well, if, okay. 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 I was talking to Victoria about this because I would love a Quidditch movie, and I think because we've already taken a book that exists in the universe. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and is blowing a story out of that, you could totally do a Quidditch through the ages. And then like yeah. Hogwarts of History, that's perfect. That's, that's the perfect. trilogy of trilogies. There you go. I'm into it. Boom. Warner Brothers, you should be listening to this podcast. Yeah, guys. What do you come on? Give us give us the money. We'll 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 write stuff. Yeah. I'm into it. Or buy us I have, out, you know? Like Yeah. <laughs> that'd be rad. I uh I don't I don't have any actual notes for this minute. I will Okay, can I say something that might be wrong but it was just something that I thought of? Sure. Is is this the first time Harry has spoken this week? No. Uh, no, no. We got in the first minute when Harry throws the key to Hermione. He like tells he he's like catch the key. So there's that little bit of a line there. And then okay. I think he's the one who suggests that wasn't Harry. That was a that was a computer. True. That was that was cartoon Harry. Was cartoon and then Harry. Um, Roger Rabbit Harry. <laughs> Roger Rabbit Harry. And then when they were approaching the chess set for the first time, um, I think he's the one who says, "What is this? A graveyard?" Oh, okay. But I think since then, a lot he's of been this silent. minute is a lot of this week is Ron correcting people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron sort of uh I yeah, this is definitely Ron's biggest expert. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm glad that we're yeah. getting a, that we get so much Ron this week. We haven't really had a lot to talk about Ron for. Yeah. Well, really. why would you? Oh, poor Ron. What is what is there what is there to talk about? We 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 have a lot of uh we've talked a lot about Ron's um 
Ron's pride and sort of the uh, the way that he's always he's always been either shown up by his brothers or then like his best friend is Harry Potter, who is literally the chosen one. And so he's always kind of the underdog character. So oh, yeah. I really like that he gets this moment to be like leading the charge. Yeah. His, yeah. his only moment. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for for, 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 other good, for hero Ron. Okay. In the in the because in the books there's a few, but like I'm 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 really trying I'm really trying to remember stuff that he does in the movie that's cool. Yeah, I can't I can't think of. I guess the next time the next time he tries to have a hero moment, he tries to stand up against Draco Malfoy and ends up spitting up slugs. Right. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. tried. He tried. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. No, not at all. Uh, I don't know. Poor Ron. <laughs> the the very end of this minute before we wrap things up after mm-hmm. after the queen has destroyed the the rook in her way she turns back to face front on the board and uh and Ron and Harry have this moment where the two of them like share a glance cuz both of them know like Harry might not be proficient at chest the way he, that Ron he is. can see like what's been going on yeah kinda, he's been like, kind of keeping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's um, not an idiot guys he's not some kind of well it's interesting to me i don't know does it happen in this minute or next minute i think it happens at the beginning of next minute um but harry harry realizes what ron's going to do but hermione has to like ask again we'll talk about that tomorrow i think but she doesn't know how to play. I'm surprised she doesn't know how to play chess. Yeah, kind of contrary to Ron, I was going to say Hermione is very disoriented in this, yeah. in this scene. She's an only child. She is not. She's not going to play chess again. I don't know her. Her parents could have taught her to play chess the same way that uh. That That's Ron true. Learned. But I feel like with both of her parents being dentists, like they're probably working. They, it's like they. I feel the like day. they're the kind of parents that would focus more on like studious habits. Okay. Well, I'm sure she was always a bookworm anyway. Yeah, they probably just sang the You'll Be a Dentist song to her a lot. (laughs) Right? Like, yeah, you'll be a dentist like us. That's the only thing I think of when I think of dentists. Little shop. You'll be a dentist. Perfect. (laughs) Every day. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want, like, Hermione, like, the, the things that she read... The muggle stories that she was interested in. Do you think she was old enough before she went to Hogwarts to? Re- do you think she's into like fantasy, or do you think she reads like she's very bookish for the school stuff? But it makes sense, like as a muggle from a muggle family going to a wizarding school, you'd want to learn everything about like the history of magic and like I those I'd be interested in the same book she is. But do you think she liked Tolkien or C.S. Lewis or? Like these other big, like fantasy British. You know who I could see her reading a lot of? Laura Ingalls Wilder. I don't think I've read anything of hers. Like Little House on the Prairie. I could see her reading like adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like adventure stories. Oh, that makes sense. Or like I, like, I just. Burn. I would love, oh man. I would love like Hermione. Yeah, I would love like Hermione reading. Like Hermione <gasps> oh. being like a bookworm, but like. I bet Hermione loved Roald Dahl. Oh man, I'm sure. Oh, I'm like, sure. Matil- We've talked about Matilda on here a couple times, but I bet mm-hmm. like Matilda and witches and the BFG, like of oh, like man. of like clever of like clever children solving problems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
I like it. I'm into that. Oh, guys, I don't have much for this minute. I think this is going to be the the shortest one this week. I think this is the I think this is always what Ron thinks about right before he drips off to sleep at night. Like after this, just like remembering yeah, the like fond, you, like, fond memories yeah, of the chess like, match. Like years later, I think sometimes Hermione will like wake up at night and be like, "Bishop, is it not three? <laughs> no, Hermione, I think it's going to be exactly like." And Ron's like, and Hermione's like, "Oh God, Ron. <laughs> I I could see Ron like." sitting at a table on his own in front of a chess set, just like replaying this match. <laughs> yeah. Just like over and over again. Like, what could I have done differently? Could I have not had to sacrifice myself? Like what? <laughs> He's like, could have done more. Yes, exactly. He's <laughs> like, if I wouldn't have sacrificed that piece of the beginning, <laughs> I wouldn't have broken this old leg and I, I would have been captive of the Quidditch team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Ron. Poor Ron. Poor Ron. Poor Ron forever. Yeah. <laughs> right? I guess it is in this minute. Um, The very, very end here. No, it, okay, it's going to be tomorrow. The very end here, he, he decides uh, and he says, once I make my move, the queen will take me. So, like, this is his decision that he, like, he's, this is the sacrifice Ron has to make. Um. Mm-hmm. For friendship. We'll get, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like that. Uh, I like that he's realized. Well, he gets a good speech tomorrow. Well, let's let's save Ron's sacrifice for tomorrow. I guess. Yeah. I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl, asking him to move to Bishop Night Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice let's, try. Let's, <laughs> that was close enough. We'll 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 get to that. We'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. all right guys i think um yeah i think i'm gonna wrap this one up because i want to i'm excited to finish up this week mm-hmm. tomorrow's a good one cool awesome you can find us on uh on duelinggenre.com all of our shows over there as well as the doctor's companion lord of the rings minute back to the future minute geek by night the award-winning audio drama oh my god um i nick i really like you as billy on geek by night oh Thanks, man. Um, the the most recent episode that dropped, I I cheered uh, with your Uh-oh. with your big reveal. I was so pleased. Yeah, that was it was fun. But I'm actually tomorrow going to be uh, Sunday going to be recording the commentary for that, which uh, you can only listen to if you're a Patreon subscriber. Yeah, so guys, go uh, go follow the Dueling Genre Patreon page because they've got some really good content over there, and I I definitely think it's worth it. Thank you. And uh, and come back tomorrow as we wrap up the week with minute. 125 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief, Mischief matched. matched. <laughs>